It's part three of the Peak Signing Agents podcast pros and cons series. Welcome back. I hope you've enjoyed the first two parts. Uh, the first two parts were number one, if you the pros and cons of working only with signing services. Part two was now if you start going direct, the pros and cons. And now part three is going to be the pros and cons of starting a signing service. Have you thought about starting a signing service? Is that part of your future plan? I don't know. I'm not telling you yes or no. It's good, it's bad. I'm not telling you either one. I am unbiased in this. I'm just giving you guys my pros and cons from starting off only working with signing services to then marketing and going direct. And now I'm over just over a year into owning a signing service. I want to give you guys the pros and cons to help you make the decision that what's right for you, for your business, for your schedule, for your life, for your family. What's the best for you? I can't answer that. Only you can answer that. So I'm going to give you the pros and cons to help you make that decision. All right. Now I'm doing this again on starting a signing service. And I got my notes here. So if you go back to episode 27, and this is episode 51. Can you believe that? Wow. Um, episode 27 was mobile notary to signing service. I gave, I kind of talked about my journey there. So I'm going to assume you've listened to that episode when we dive into this. You don't have to. I'll just assume that you have, though. But if you haven't, make sure you go check out that episode. In fact, I just got some recent comments on the YouTube channel about it. So again, thank you for everyone that leaves comments. I haven't replied to the most recent comments, but I do see every comment and I thank you guys. Please keep subscribing to the to YouTube if you haven't yet. If I get to so many subscriptions, I can get YouTube to start paying me for this. So if you could, I, I greatly appreciate it. If you listen on podcasts, make sure you're following, make sure you leave comments, leave reviews, uh, five star preferably if you believe it deserves it. And if you can share the podcast again on YouTube or any podcast platform, if you can share it, I'd appreciate it. It just kind of helps people know more about the podcast. It, get, it climbs the ranking. If anyone searches notary or signing agent, it'll climb to the top. So, you know, if you can leave reviews, leave comments, I'd appreciate it. Okay. So. Let's talk about it. Let's starting a signing service. What are the pros and cons? And again, I want to start with the cons because I like to end with the pros, the positivity. I like to end on that type of a note. All right. So what are the cons of starting a signing services? I was working direct with a signing service. Again, you can. that's one of the great things about working with signing services. You can go direct to them and they'll just go to you directly to get, to get jobs in your area. But I was talking with a signing service owner and I asked her and I said, hey, I'm thinking about starting my own signing service. Are there any tips you would give me? And her answer was, be prepared to work all the time. And I said, OK, you know, I'm not I'm not afraid of that. I'm not afraid of working all the time. I'm not afraid of hard work. I have good work ethic. I think I have a strong work ethic, so I'm not afraid of that. But, you know, I did look at that and I just thought. I don't believe that's fully true. I do believe you're going to be working a lot, but I don't believe like that's going to be your whole life though. I believe that you can have other aspects of your life. And, but I did take that and I did take it with a grain of salt that input from her. But yeah, I don't believe that has to be your entire life, but I do believe in the beginning as you're building your signing service up that, that, uh, you will be spending a lot of time in the signing service. Like, a lot of hours, a lot of time devoted to it. So I, I do believe that. And my experiences has been true. 
If there's a signing happening at 6 in the morning my time because it's on the East Coast two hours ahead, but at my time it's 5 or 6 in the morning, I'm awake. I have to be awake in case they call with questions. If it's happening, you know, on, on the West Coast time, on Pacific time, and it's at, uh, you know, in the late in the evening, that's going to be a little early in the night for, for me, and I'm... I have to wait. I have to wait for scans and I have to wait to say, yeah, it's okay to drop. And if there's questions, I got to be available to whether they call because my scheduler, you know, my scheduler is an employee. They have a set time and, and then they're off. They, you know, they're off at a certain time. So that means I have to step in their role. So, yeah, you know, in the beginning, you're going to be putting a lot of work in. But that's every business. You know, most businesses, when you get started, you're putting a lot of your time and effort into that business. I mean, I have some family members that opened up a restaurant a year ago, and they spent a lot of their time in their business, right? They have they have to be there basically from open to close. A lot of family businesses are like that. So it's very common to understand when you first start off in your business, you're going to be spending a lot of time working in your business. So just know that. But I, I also believe, though, that there's an end game to it, okay? There's an end game. The, the whole reason why you want to go into business for yourself is so that you're not always working all the time, right? You want to create a system at some point that works whether you do or not. That's, that's, the, that's the goal. And that's the goal of any business. You have to remember if you're going to be a business owner, that's the end goal, but there's going to be a lot of work going into it. In fact, in fact, let me talk about this book. I don't know if you guys have heard of Robert Kiyosaki. One of his most famous books is Rich Dad, Poor Dad. But he also wrote a book called The Cash Flow Quadrant. And think about a quadrant, right? There's four squares. And uh, it's ESBI, employee, self-employed, business owner, investor. When you're in that employee quadrant, that's where most of us start. That's what we've all been programmed to do, right? Get a job. And you're an employee, you get paid for your time and you're, and you're limited to your pay because you're limited by your time. You only have 24 hours in a day. You have to eat, sleep, spend time with family. So you're limited to your time and you're limited to your income. And if you think, oh, okay, that's the job I've had. And now I want to be self-employed. That's the next one. Uh, the S quadrant, self-employed. Now you are employing yourself. You are the boss and the employee. And a lot of us, when we start off as assigning agents, that's where we fall into. We fall into the self-employed quadrant, in the self-employed category. We're employing ourselves. Every day we wake up unemployed. And a lot of us start off as signing agents maybe part-time. We have maybe a job or something part-time, and we're getting into the signing agent world on a part-time basis. I think that's the majority. I, I like to speak in majorities. And so you come in. Every day you're unemployed. You have to get business every day. You're, you're accepting signings. You're signing up with signing services. And that's how you start. That's how a lot of us start. And we're self-employed. We don't work. We don't make money. But when we do work, we can make a good amount of money. And then there's no cap on our income, right? As long as you want to keep working and make money, then great. The next quadrant is the business owner quadrant. That means you own the business. That's like a signing service. You own the business. You have a system in place. You follow your system. Whether you work or not, money is rolling in. And that's the business owner quadrant. And that's a lot of us want to be in. That's why we're a lot of us are in this field. Whether you open up a restaurant, you open up a gym, uh, you become a, a journalist, whatever, right? You Then you run a business with a system and you get paid whether you're working or not. I think of 
uh, a doctors a lot of times, right? If, if, if there's a dentist and, and they become a dentist and she gets paid pulling out teeth, right? That's how a dentist gets paid. Now, what if that dentist goes skiing and breaks their arm? How are they cleaning and pulling teeth? They're not. They're not making money. They're a self-employed dentist and they only make money if they're working. But a business owner dentist has a practice with multiple dentists that rent to be in their office, to be part of their business. So whether the, the, the business owner dentist is there or not, they're making money because they have other dentists in there pulling and cleaning teeth. That's a business owner, right? You have a system in place, whether you're working or not. But it takes, you know, there's steps to get there. A lot of work, a lot of hard work. And then the last quadrant is the investor. That's where you're investing, investing your money in, into the stock market, into other businesses, into other ventures, into uh, venture capitalism, angel investing, a lot of different ways. But that's a, that's a whole other topic we're not getting into right now. Uh, anyway, those are the four quadrants. And so if you understand when... When you have a job, you're in that first quadrant, you're an employee. When you start off as a signing agent, you're a signing agent, you're self-employed. And, and, and the hard part is, is uh, we weren't, we're not always the best employees. And so we're not going to be the best uh, bosses to ourselves as employees too. And then the other quadrant is a business owner. And now you run a system. And that's a signing service. The signing service is you're starting to get a business going. You're going to start hiring people, hiring contractors, being the notaries hiring schedulers and different things like that. So, uh, but let's get into it uh, a little bit more. Understanding that running a signing service is running a business and you need to understand, you need to understand the notary world. So hopefully you've done some signings. Hopefully you've, you've learned to go direct before you start a signing service. I think that's important. I think it's important that you learn how to go direct. That means you're attain, you're, you're, uh, acquiring new clients. That's a skill that needs to be acquired. And then the other skill is running a business. You have to negotiate with, with notaries. You have to talk with your um, clients. You have to talk with signers. You have to have good personal. So there's a lot of skills involved. And just, I just, I'm not going to go into all of that. Maybe future episodes, we can break some of these down one by one. But just understand for this episode, you need to know skills. Not only the notary world, but business. And then the business world of notaries. All right. It's like three things. You need to understand the notary world, the signing agent world. No business, marketing, sales, bookkeeping, accounting, uh, relationship, people skills, social skills. And then the hybrid of it all, running a notary signing service business. All right. Just know that. So what are some of the cons of running and starting a signing service? Again, I think the first thing is you need to know how to acquire clients. So going direct would probably be one of the first steps, in my opinion. But yeah, in the beginning, you're always going to be working because you're going to be answering emails, phone calls. That's a big part of it. Like I said, if there's a signing taking place early, you're up early. If it's, if it's taking place late, you're up late. It's, you know, you. I think, I think it's important. We've all been there. We've all been signing agents. And we try to call a signing service with a question. No one answers. It's frustrating, right? You're like, I don't know. This is an unusual page. This is an unusual form. How do I, how do I deal with this? And no one answers. It's frustrating. So you want, you don't want to be a frustration either, right? You want to be able to answer calls when notaries call because you want the job to look good. You want, you want your client to receive the paperwork in pristine shape from a peak signing agent. 
So you have notaries contacting you, and there's a lot of follow-up too with that because maybe it's taking place late. This happened a couple of weeks ago to me. I, I, I had a signing taking place. It was on the West Coast, so it was a, a little later in the evening on the West Coast. Uh, Pacific time, I'm mountain mountain time, so I'm an hour ahead. So it's getting a little bit late. No, I haven't heard anything from the notary. No completion update. No scan backs yet. I'm trying to do an I'm trying to do an activity with my brother, and I'm not I'm not focused on the activity. I'm not enjoying myself because I'm waiting. Like is is everything going okay? This notary's not replying to my texts or answering my calls. Frustrating, right? I'm never going to use that notary again because they didn't do any good communication with me. Uh, but you know. You would think after 30, 45 minutes, I should get a completion update at least so I can let my client know, hey, we're done. But nope. So, you know, there's that. You have to deal with that. Babies, basically, you're babysitting notaries. You're going to experience that a lot. You're going to look at someone's profile, a notary's profile. Everything looks good. They talk about how much experience they've had, so many years. Uh, they've done so many different types of signings. And you think, okay, great. I'm going to hire this notary. And then you find out, they haven't looked at the order for an hour. They haven't even looked at it. Uh, they haven't called the signers to in introduce themselves and confirm the details. You know, two hours have gone. I'll just say experience yesterday. Three hours since the signing, and I get no update from the notary. I even put in, in the platform, hey, you know, title, title wants an update. It's been three hours, and it was a seller package. 20, 20 pages. It was a 20-page seller package. It's been three hours. We have zero update. What's going on? No response. I have to follow and call the notary up. So like, oh yeah, we're done. I'm I'm just I'm just barely getting home now. I'll I'll send you a scan back soon. Can, can you not update the platform? Like, right? Because our clients are looking for answers. They're looking for answers. What, what's the, what's going on with this? Anyway, <laughs> I'm just sharing this with you guys to say do a completion update as soon as you're done. Just. Do with an update. Hey, I'll be doing. I'll, I'll be sending you scans in the next hour. I'm heading back to the office to do scans. Every, the signing's done. Everyone is waiting for for an update. Do an update. Like I've said before, the moment you're walking out the door, walking to your vehicle, do the update. Do the completion update. Let him know you're done, because title's waiting for an update. The lender's waiting for an update. The real estate agent's waiting for an update. The signing service is waiting for an update. Don't be the one that's just holding everyone up. I see a lot of uh, reviews on other notaries and a big review where people getting, you know, negative reviews is lack of communication. I've talked about this. You cannot over communicate, communicate. So that's another one. Your babysitting notaries. That's a big con, unfortunately. And, you know, I actually had a, a signing agent reach out to me and she said, I'm thinking about starting a signing service, but I just hear all these negative things about other notaries. It just it seems like a pain. And it's true. I told her it's true. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of babysitting that goes involved sometimes, unfortunately. However, however, those are far and few between. Most of the time, my experience has been I work with really good notaries, but I do vet them. I do make sure they've taken courses. And usually the times when I have bad experiences, it's somewhere kind of rural and they don't get their experience in. They don't take training courses. They just figure they're going to learn this from YouTube only. You can learn a lot, but there's so much more. You can learn about maybe how documentation works, maybe how, you know, what a note is, what a deed of trust is. But to know the real essence of running a signing, to be a, a good peak signing agent, there's a lot more to it that takes these extra courses like the NNA, like the loan signing system, for example. These are great courses to help you beyond 
just understanding the paperwork, how to really become a peak signing agent. Podcasts like this will help you as well. Anyway, so that's a big con. It's, it's babysitting, but they are far and few between. Most of the time, most of the time, I have really great experience. The problem is, we signing service owners don't really always just say, oh, wow, everything's great about running a signing service. Every, everything's perfect running a signing service. Because there's, I'll go a week and everything just runs smooth. It's just smooth. You don't hear me just, you know, getting excited about it. But you do hear the signing service owners when there's a, when there's a problem and, it's, and there's frustration. That's when you hear us complain. I, and I gave this signing agent uh, some advice. Think of restaurants. When you go into a restaurant, you have a, um, a benchmark, right? You like expectation. That's what I'm trying to say. You have an expectation. You expect good service whether you've been there before or not, because you're paying for, right? You're paying for the food. You're paying for the for the waiter or waitress. You're, you're paying for the bus or the, the, the cleanliness. You're paying for these things. So you have an expectation. And if everything meets your expectation, then wonderful. If everything goes above and beyond your expectation, you maybe leave a higher tip. And that's how you show your appreciation. A lot of times you might not go on to, you know, Google or Yelp and, and praise the restaurant. You, you just kind of show your praise by giving a bigger tip. But if there's a problem, uh, the the waiter, waitress is bad, the food was bad, you're definitely going to make people know about it, right? You're getting on Yelp, you're getting on Google and saying, hey, this was a bad experience. And that's what a lot of times you hear from signing service owners. When there's a bad experience, then they're going to go on and kind of complain in Facebook groups or platforms or different things like that. Overall, though, my experience has been a pleasant one. Uh, but there are those times it gets stressful and it's usually because of a notary, a, a, a bad quality notary, unfortunately. Okay, uh, another thing that we're going to find out uh, that's, that's a con is is finding notaries. Sometimes finding notaries, especially in rural areas, get tricky. That gets real tricky. There's not very many notaries. A lot of times those notaries in the area are not trained well, like I was just talking about. So they're not always trained the best. And they want to charge high fees because they know... There's not that many in the area, so they know they can charge higher fees or they're traveling further distances. And I understand. Or I, don't, I don't I don't blame them because they're like, hey, use me or use no one at all. Unfortunately, it's kind of how it is sometimes in these rural areas. So you're negotiating. So you need to make sure you have good negotiation skills, I believe. And there's, I mean, there's books about it out there, but that's just another part of running a business is, is understanding negotiation, negotiating prices. You might have to negotiate with a notary. You might have to go back to your client and negotiate like, hey, I only found this one notary and they're charging a little extra. Do you have wiggle room? Can, can we, can, can the fee be this amount? Can, you, know, we have, you might have to go 25, 50 bucks over the normal price that you normally charge your client. Sometimes they understand that. Sometimes, you know, you have to negotiate with your clients a little bit too. So, you know, there's that. So you need to understand negotiating. You need to understand rural areas get tough finding notaries. And then sometimes a con is you might be busy. And a lot of times, all of a sudden, I don't know what it is. There'll be like two hours of downtime. It's just kind of quiet. Things are rolling smooth. And then for like one hour, boom, you have four or five of your clients emailing you all the same time. I need a notary here, 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 here. And you have to try to get this all done at the same time. And especially when it's last minute, hey, we need a notary in, you know, New Jersey in two hours. I'm so sorry. <laughs> That's what your client is saying. I'm so sorry. But they just came to us and we need a notary in New Jersey in two hours and we need it back tomorrow. 
for funding. Like that gets hard. So there's stress. Um, maybe you feel the stress in my voice because this is a recent experience I just had. And, uh, you know, it gets tough because on the East Coast, for example, they're, they're two, three hours ahead and, and they, need the, they need the documents back the next day for funding. And, and maybe it's, there's not a lot of notaries in the area. And a lot of them are like, I don't want a last minute signing because it's a Friday and I'm tired. And it gets, it gets tough. And you're sending it out on your platform or you're calling like, hey, can you please help me out? It happens. All right, it happens. And just know it's stressful. But again, running any business will have its stressful moments. That's just part of business. You can't escape it, unfortunately. It's just part of business. And there's going to be stressful moments. And it happens. And it definitely happens. (laughs) So just know it happens. Uh, Another con is your expenses are going to be increasing now because you're running a business. You're going to have higher expenses. Some, Some... uh, expenses are going to be, you're going to have to hire schedulers, one or two schedulers. You want to start doing your marketing. You might have to increase your marketing because you're going to get more clients. You're getting on social media. You're doing sponsored, uh, feeds. You know, there's a lot of different things that come with it. You're going to have to pay, you're going to pay notaries a lot. I think a lot of signing services go out of business because they're, they're okay. They're making money and they have to pay their bills, their overhead, their rent, their mortgage, feed their family, pay their utilities. But then they forget, oh my gosh, I still have to pay these notaries now. And the notaries are taking 50 to 75% of the fees. And so you're, you know, you're, you're getting all this money in and then you realize, oh shoot, I have to, a big part of my expenses this month are going to be paying the notaries. And you have to do that, right? As a signing service owner, you want a good reputation of paying your notaries on time. You don't want to be late. You don't want to be late. I, I, I feel like I haven't had many issues of, of paying notary. I don't have anyone reach out to me and say, hey, okay, I have issues where people say, hey, where's my payment? And I've said, I'm waiting for you to send me this information. I've asked you four times. If you look at the history of our email chain, here's the four times. Like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Yes, you have. Here's the information you need. So it's never been a fault of my own where I haven't paid my notaries, uh, but I try to pay, I try to pay on time. And that's just something you want to do. You want to have a good reputation as a business owner in this world. And you want to pay your notaries. They talk about you. All right. If you're not on different uh, Facebook platforms, notaries talk about it. Hey, has anyone had a problem getting paid from this company? I've reached out to them many times. They haven't paid me and they get, you're, you're getting put on blast out there in social media. Hey, you don't want that. You don't want a bad reputation. You want notaries to want to work with you. So, uh, expenses go up, paying notaries, paying schedulers. You might have to change your insurance, your errors and omissions insurance. You want to, maybe you want to increase your insurance. You want to make sure it covers your contractors. Uh, I have a, there's, there's a lender Provident is a, is a big lender and they're meticulous of how they want the paperwork, right? It has to be perfect. It can't be any errors on the dates it has to be formatted properly. Uh, there can't be any issues. They don't want any line throughs and initials. They, they want it looking good, but they also want higher insurance. A lot of notaries only have 25, 50,000, 100,000 of insurance. They want a minimum of 500,000. Luckily, my insurance will help cover my contractors. So I have to have higher insurance that covers contractors just in case. Uh, so that's a, you know, to pay for the platform, playing for the paying for the platforms just to sign up on the platforms costs a lot of money. Uh, you might want a professional email, website, web, you know, web address, uh, different things you want, things, everything looking more professional because you're a signing service now. 
You don't want the free at Gmail sometimes. You know, the free at Yahoo. You want the actual handle of your company. You want a logo. You know, you want to look, you want invoices, right? You want a platform to find the notaries. This all costs money. So there's a lot more expenses getting into it. There's a course. The loan signing system has a course to help you start a signing service. And it runs a lot along the, a lot of this stuff. So if you're thinking about running or starting a signing service, take that course. It will help you. It, it talks a lot about this. It's a course, you know, you take your time going through the course. But if you are going to take that course, please use my affiliate link that's in the description of the loan signing system. Use that affiliate link if you want to pay for that course because, again, that helps sponsor the, the podcast here. But anyway, the loan signing system does have a course to help you start a signing service. And it's, it's a course, so it's really nice. It will really help you get through. I'm taking the course. It's, it's a great course, so I definitely recommend it. So those are some of the cons. And I, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm kind of taking my breath here because I got a little stressed out explaining this to you. There's, there's stress that goes into running a business, especially in the beginning stages, right? At some point, my end game is to not always be doing signings. That's, that's my end game. My end game is running my signing services. And my end game is having schedulers that handle all this, having a manager that handles all of this. And they just kind of report to me and come to me with, with more pressing issues. Uh, so that's my end game. But right now, I'm in the middle of, of starting this and building this up. I'm doing all the marketing. I'm doing a lot of the scheduling. I'm looking at the scan backs. I'm doing a lot of the negotiations. I haven't trained anyone to do that yet. It's hard because I, I want to take a vacation. I want to take a cruise with my family, but I know I'm going to be in the middle of the ocean with no reception, and I have, I'm having anxiety about that. I'm thinking about canceling my cruise and extending it while I'm still building my signing service. This is part of it. So, I mean, I'm getting a little stressed out talking about these cons with you guys right now, to be honest. I'm being honest with you. It's stressful at times, but there's times though that make up for it because the majority of the time it's smooth sailing. The majority of the time, I want you to know that, but there are times where it gets very stressful and me explaining these stressful situations and going through these cons with you in my notes, it's giving me a little bit of anxiety right now, but that's part of business. That's going to be any business I start any bit. I've started many businesses. Every business has stressful situations. Every business. You can't get away from it, okay? And if you understand that, I hope that you'll be I hope you understand that. But you know, there's there's parts of your job where you've had a job where there's been stressful situations. And maybe you're thinking about stressful situation at, at at a job you have now or at a previous job. You might be getting some anxiety now thinking about that. Maybe you got in trouble, maybe you got yelled at, maybe you did something wrong, you're like, oh my gosh, I have to own up to my mistake. Um, that happens with anything, whether it's any business or any job, it's going to happen. Just if you understand that you're going to be okay and you have to be a little tough when you're going to run a business, you have to be tough. You have to be quick witted and you have to be mentally and emotionally tough. And you can, you can break down in by yourself or with your loved ones or your significant other. And you can break down at those moments. Um, but there's times you have to, you have to be tough and, and, and will through it and power through it. Okay. I'm catching my breath now. But I'll tell you though, while I'm catching my breath, it's it's worth it for me. In my opinion, I'm a I'm a purebred entrepreneur. In my opinion, and as for me, it's it's totally worth running a signing service. So now that I'm calming down. Let's go into the pros, the exciting parts of being a business owner of running a signing service. Okay. In my opinion, one of the best things is you are no longer leaving money on the table when you are just a signing when you're just a signing agent. You're only doing signings for your for your clients. 
You're only doing signings for them. So if they need something out of state, they need something further away. You know, if you're like, I don't, I don't travel to that county because it's four hours away. Like there's a county here. I have a lot of clients in that county. I don't go down there. It's four hours away each way. I'm, I'm not going. To, I, you have, they had to pay me a lot to go down there because that's going to be my whole day. It's going to be going down there for one signing, right? They had to pay me a lot. Uh, but I have notaries in that area, so I just I hire them. But anyway, you don't leave any fees on the table because when you're just the signing agent, when you're going direct, you're you know you're 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 if you're going direct, you're taking the whole fee. But if they have someone. If they have a signing in another location that you don't go down to because it's too far away or it's in another state, now you're leaving money on the table. But if you're a signing service, you leave zero dollars on the table now. When you're just a signing agent, when you're just a signing agent, you're getting the whole fee, but you're leaving money on the table if if it's not in the area. When you're a signing service, I'm going to make sure I say that right. If you're a signing service, you leave zero dollars on the table because no matter where it is, you got it covered. If it's in your local area, if it's in another state, wherever it is, you leave zero dollars on the table because you can get it covered anywhere. Okay. When you run a signing service, you are bringing more value to your clients now because you can handle all of their signings, not just the local ones, but all of them. They come to you. So now you are just bringing more service. When I first told one of my clients that I'm a signing service now, and they were like, really? That, that's exciting. We're going to now, now we really get, want to get excited about using you. Cause it, right. Cause you're always maybe looked at as an expense. Well, you are, I mean, essentially you are an expense because you don't work for them. You're not, you're not on their daily books, right? So you are an expense, but you don't want to be looked at as an expense. You want to be looked at as an asset, as an ally. Your val- an asset is valuable. An expense takes money away, right? If you want to invest, you want to get a return on in your investment, an ROI. So if you want, you want to be an asset to your clients, like, hey, you want to hire me. I'm an extension of you. I'm bringing you value. I'm going to make sure your clients are happy. They're going to keep coming to you. I'm going to provide great service during the signing. If, 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 you know, if your real estate agent is, is there during the signing, I want that real estate agent to say, wow, I know you weren't there, Mr. and Mrs. Escrow Officer, but that notary you used, he was great. You want to be an asset because you want to make your clients happy. You want to make the signers happy, everyone involved happy. So you will bring more value to your clients when you are signing service. And if you bring more value, it is very less likely you they will not use you. Because you're going to have other notaries coming in and marketing to them. But if if you're just a signing agent and another signing agent comes in, right? You, you, you could be competing if you haven't built a strong relationship with your clients. But if you have a strong relationship and you are an all-purpose notary signing service, maybe you also do signings for them. You're hiring the notaries, you're vetting the notaries, you bring so much value, it is very less likely they will replace you. They're gonna be looking at you as part of their team. You know, I do my emails. Hey team, I'm 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 implanting into them subconsciously that I'm part of their team. They don't want to lose part of their team. They don't want to lose me. They, they want to keep me. They want to see the value I bring. And you're gonna they're gonna keep you for the long run. 
you running a signing service, you take care of all their notarial needs, all their notary needs, all their signing needs. You're going to build a stronger relationship with them because you're in more communication with them. You're going to show how much value you bring to them. You're going to be an asset to them as a company. You know how hard it is for them to find a notary out of state? It's hard for them to do that. They don't know where to look. They don't have access to platforms. They don't know how to work websites to find notaries, right? They're going, who knows where they're finding notaries. They have bad experiences. They're, they're, they might be using a, a, one of these bigger signing services that, char- that way overcharge them. Every client that I've had that had a signing service before me, before using me, they complained about that signing service. Me starting a signing service came out of a need from my clients. I heard them complaining. I heard my clients complaining about working with a signing service and they they overcharge they were charging them way too much and the quality of work coming back was poor and they were asking me like like how can I find a notary in these areas without using this signing services? And then you know I and then I saw Mark Wills had had a a, si- a course in the loan signing system about running a signing service and I thought if my clients need help, I should I should try to help them, right? I if they're my clients and I truly look at them as my team and my clients, I should help them in any way that I can. And if and if part of that is running a signing services, then I should do that. And if I'm going to be a, a purebred entrepreneur, then that's the next step for me is running a signing service. So I took the course and started a signing service. Got mentorship from Mark and started my signing service up. And when I told them that I was running a signing service, they were ecstatic about it because I already work with them. They're happy working with me. And I'm telling them they're going to get the same quality that I bring them. I'm going to bring that same quality from out of state because I'm vetting the notaries. I'm looking at scan backs. I catch a lot of errors in the scan backs. And so they're getting it with good quality work. My clients are happy. If somebody, if another notary comes in to try to get business from them, there's no way they're going to win the business because not only am I the signing agent, I have a signing. So I'm doing all of their notary needs. And in fact, I can say, if you like a notary that you've been working with, I'll just hire them to do the job when, when you come to me. So that's the beauty of it. And also when I'm marketing as a signing service owner, when I'm marketing myself, I don't market myself. Hey, my name is Derek. I'm a mobile notary. I can help you out if you need help. I come in and, and my, my marketing approach is not me, Derek, the 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 signing agent, the mobile notary. I'm I'm Derek, the signing service. I will help you get your notary covered anywhere in the country is what I say. And I'm local. So because I'm, you know, I'm marketing to a lot of a lot of my the local companies here. And I'm local. So you know you're working with a local company. I'm gonna be in communication with you. Me and my team will stay in communication with you throughout the whole process. Our job is to make our job is to make it easier for you. Instead of you spending time searching for notaries, fixing mistakes that the notaries send back, we're gonna take care of all that for you. We're going to take care of all that for you. You just worry about taking care of your clients. You just worry about getting more business in. We're going to take care of the notary stuff for you. Don't worry about it. We got you covered. That's my marketing approach now. And it helps them out. So those are the pros and cons. I am unbiased whether you start a signing service or not. It's up to you. I just want to give you the pros and cons for you to weigh if you think it's best for your schedule, for your lifestyle, for your family, um, you weigh out the options that you think is best for you. I want you to make the best decision 
for yourself. I'm DVO. I'm Derek Van Aute. I'm the host of the Peak Signing Agents podcast. If you think this series or all my other podcast episodes have helped you, uh, again, please subscribe. Please follow. Please comment. Please rate. If you think it can help anyone else, please share it with other signing agents or future to-be signing agents. I appreciate you. Keep being awesome because I know you are, and I'll catch you on the next episode. Bye.